or lay it on your heart before I start attempting to speak? Is there anything the Lord was showing you as we were worshipping away that you'd like to bring? Because uh, while I try and clip this on, don't all burst at the seams at once. See, one man's brought to him, you see. One's meant to bring a psalm, and somebody's meant to bring a prophetic word. So where is he? I've had the hymn. Anybody got a psalm? Prophetic word? Hymn? Song? You see, this, this is meant to be an interaction. It's not meant to be religious. Let's see what this guy speaks. As you know, I don't. I, I never bring anything. I just use fruits with me, as he always is faithfully and wonderfully. Fruits. You see, when God came down from the mountain to meet the Jews, they had the wrong vision of him. They were seeing thunder and lightning, and he is that to his foes. He is that to the enemy. He's that powerful opposition. You can't come near me. Nobody, nobody opposes God, do they? But he wanted all of them up that mountain. He wanted all of them with him in his presence to receive things from him. He wanted to give them all the words penned from his very hand. And that's exactly what he wants from you. He doesn't want... They said, Moses, you speak to us. We don't want him to speak to us. But God would rather speak to you. Yes, he can use preachers. And yes, he can use other people. But please, that he's ur urgently requesting that you go up the mountain with him. He's urgently seeking an encounter with you. He wants you in the Holy of Holies. He tore that veil so you could have a face-to-face -face with him. It's there. Please, on a Sunday, I'm coming after you, God. In spite of how you sometimes feel, I don't often start bursting with the Spirit or anything. I often start, oh, God, I know I'm not this and that. My religion taught me that. But it's like, actually, I can walk straight in because I'm a son. I can interrupt his meeting because I'm a son. I can be intimate because I'm a bride. He means the words. He speaks over us. We are already holy and clean because he's holy. We're made in his image. We're one with him. If he's, healed, if he's healthy, we're healthy. That's not dig at people who are unhealthy. I'm going through a back thing at the moment. And God's been gracious. Let me tell you about that. So Tuesday night I go to our wonderful waiting meeting. It's calling a prayer meeting, but we go just to encounter God. And we don't know what we're doing. We just dive into God and then he gives us stuff. Now I've got in agony. I've gone back to work Monday with my bad back because I'm an idiot. I had a massage at the Thai place. By the way, before I went in, I went. Right, I do not consent to any foreign gods. No foreign gods, only you can come, Jesus, and heal. So I'm going for this massage. And I felt a bit better. 
It was a deep tissue one, not the one where the <laughs> where they usually like them. Because that's a tie one, they get on your back and so this was deep tissue. But anyway, I felt a little better during the night, but I knew I was in pain on the night. But I'm like, well, if I go, then I'll be all right. So I did my two jobs, uh, breakfast club, mealtime supervisor, did them. Monday, I felt okay. And then when I got home, ouch. Then I went Tuesday, and it got more and more painful. And I, I did take the drugs, by the way. I was on codeine. Cocodable, and it wasn't touching it. And I'm just, I come here Tuesday, I'm defeated. Um, Judith said I was grey. <laughs> I've gone grey. Well, I have gone a bit grey, I'm getting a bit older. The bits of hair I've got are going grey. But, um, but honestly, it hurt me to sit down, it hurt me to get up, it hurt me to walk around. And Sandy came and gave me a hug, and I'm like, I'm thinking get off because I was in pain. <laughs> I was worried about hugging people. So we're in the prayer meeting and we're all sharing and seeking God and I forget who said what. Oh yeah. There was this brilliant um, word Von had for me and it was um, God, God sees you at the centre with him like, like in a football team. Vaughn, come and give this word. Can you, can you put the children down and come and share that one from Tuesday, please? Yeah, it's just the Bulgaria thing, remember? Remember when you saw me in Bulgaria? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Is, is that on, Steve? Steve, take this one on for us. It's all right, it's just, we're going somewhere. I'm just, I'm just making um, people get up, really. For those of you now that it's we... It's a day rest, um, we often like do the Jesus ministry and at one time uh, we were praying and uh, I had a word over Nick um, about what he would be doing, sort of what would come. It wasn't happening at the time, was it? When you had the word, it wasn't happening. No, no. And I had this word about um, to do like we work in or being a part of ch children in some way. Anyway, um, Obviously, as you know, Nick works in a school now, so that is like what he does has like come, come to pass. Mm, but um, when I saw that, I felt God said I saw that like in the in the, in the like in the spiritual realm. But on Tuesday night, I was sharing that I actually saw it in the physical realm, which was it was absolutely wonderful. I shared it on Tuesday that. Um, a group of us went over to Bulgaria. Um, mm. I can't remember what it was that before we went or uh, we went to Kenya or after. Before. Before. Yeah. So 2008, before I think. Two, yeah, about yeah. 2008. And we went to Bulgaria, and um, <coughs> we the team needed to get together, uh, and it was the afternoon. We'd had a break. We'd had a break for our lunch, and uh, a few of us were just sitting outside of the place and. It's got great big, it's got great big huge gates on that they have to keep. It was um, a gypsy community and they have to keep like, the gates locked uh, all the time like, to try and keep the place safe and that where we were, like a compound really. And um, so Tim said oh, we need to get together, we needed to talk. You were with us on that one weren't you Don, I just realised, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, 
we couldn't find Nick. And so we were like, where's Nick gone? Like, where is he? And we couldn't, we couldn't find, find him. And um, suddenly, like, um, the gates opened and there was Nick with all these children all round him. And I just had the thought of, uh, what was her name again? I forgot her name. What did we say, the missionaries? Gladys Haywood. You may have heard of Gladys Haywood. Uh, she went to China to, be, uh, to, to serve the Lord as a missionary. And as you know, the true story is that uh, there was war and they needed to move the children from the, the home where she worked to a safe place. And um, she, she did it. And she had to do, she, there was all, she got little ones on her neck and trying to get all these, I don't know how many there were, but there was a lot. <laughs> and she taught them, uh, knick-knack, paddy-whack, give a dog a bone, this old man can't, you know it. So they were singing that to keep them going, you know, trying to rally them, to get them to the place where they've got to like, get on some sort of a boat or a ferry to be safe. And that, well, the doors opened and I looked out and I thought, there he is! Like, you know, quite pleased because we were, we were a bit worried about what a, where he was. And he'd gone to play with the kids during the lunchtime, so we didn't play him football or whatever we do. Mm -hmm. And they opened the gates, and there he was in the midst of all these children. And they were like, it was like, he's our mate, he's, he's been, he's been playing football with us. And it was quite a sight. The tears just rolled down me because it was like I, I saw that's going to be what God's going to do with him. He's got something with children that God's going to do and work with, you know. Mm -hmm. And he did, and it was just absolutely wonderful. So I saw it in the spirit. Well, I've seen it. That, that actually happened before the Jesus ministry, you know, when I actually saw that he was going to be you know, doing, uh, doing work with, with kids and stuff. So it was just a, an absolute wonderful experience, you know, for that. So, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Well, the, the reason I shared that is it made me sound good. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> now, um, so she shared, the word I saw was, you're right there in the centre of the football team, and because you're the centre of what God's doing, God's going to bless you abundantly. That was the word, but that's, that was her explanation of what she meant. It's just God was speaking it to me the week before. So there I am in back pain. She shares that and God goes, that's why I'm going to heal you. I'm going to heal you because you do that for children. Do you ever get the scripture? You know the scripture, don't you, Sean? You ask, but you ask and miss. You ask that you'll spend it on your own glory. So I'm I'm fleshy man, I want God to heal me. God heal me, God heal me, God heal me, God heal me. But if you're doing something for God, that he's, he's so in, so that one-to-one -one entwining of the heart, he's like, I just knew, if you're like faithy, I heard it. It's like, I'm going to make you better because you have an abundance of children to bless. And I do, I go in and I'm, I'm listening. Thousand fist bumps and high fives. <laughs> I have this silly pea popper thing where I get little peas out. And they all want one, an imaginary pea. 
Yeah. This is a physical thing. It's like a sensory toy. You pop it out, and the pee comes up. But you can't get the pee out. Oh, the funniest one. I've got to tell you this. There was these reception kids a couple of years back. So I went round every reception kid. Do you want to pee? And they all went. I got to this one boy. I went, you want to pee? And, th and he went. He looked so disappointed. He was broke. Before he was getting a physical pee. Oh, you, I guess you had to be there. You should have seen his face. He was like... <laughs> yeah, bless the Lord. So anyway, Tuesday night, Ian had prayed for me as well. Um, we're in the presence. We're just enjoying God. God says, go and pray for Sunday. Now, when he says go and pray for Sunday... It's more like a feeling of energy, a desire to go and pray for Sunday. So I went and prayed for Sunday. No doubt Sunday's absolutely blessed and fine now. Perfect health after I've prayed, absolutely. Now we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, and then I prayed for the next one and the next one and the next one just because I wanted to. Sat down and realised I hadn't got any back pain. Right? But I was, I was worried to get out of his presence. Because my mind's going, you're not healed, are you? You're not I am, I am, I'm feeling good. We're in his presence and we're healed. Almost like Tim with his tennis elbow. While he was worshipping God in the presence, he was healed. And when he stepped off, he wasn't. Well, I had, I had to fight this. We call it walking in the opposite spirit, don't we? Right at the end of the meeting, I went and hugged everybody like I was well. So I hugged everybody like I normally would. Whereas I went in, like, uh, you know. But I'm a, I'm a tall, strong guy, really. That's how God made me. That's who I am. And I'm blessed. Blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, and so are you, you know. But I went home anyway. I picked up my dog and kissed him. Made sure, I played with him on the floor, I threw the ball, I made sure, if you like, I was acting it out, I'm healed, so I'm going to be healed. Now, I'm still in the, I've still got a niggle, I'm still in the battle a little bit, but I went from being in absolute agony, and I was thinking, I'm going to have to be off work again, and I'm worried about that. So I was able to work the whole week, and it got less and less the pain. So... Good. It's a victory. I um, I once did my rib playing football. Uh, maybe I broke it. Maybe I strained the muscle around it. Six weeks off. Being the idiot I am, I went back to work with this uh, this bad rib. And for two days I was in agony. And I came to came to the church prayer meeting. If it was work, you know, you might want to try Tuesday night. But people prayed for me and I went home in agony. I got out of the car in agony. I got my phone out to call my various bosses. I was defeated, finished, it was over for me. Honestly, like this back felt like the end of my life. That's how, that's how dramatic it became in my head. And uh, I put an ice pack on it and watched the footy and realised I'm, I'm not feeling anything. So I put an eight pack on, nothing, and I, I don't know how, 
I don't know why then, but I just suddenly healed it. I didn't get it in perfect format. I still went to work and had it slides up, but I was, I was done. I'm just saying, I, I, I know my God to be strong over health. I do. But I'm the biggest wimp in the world when I've got a niggle. I am. I'm ten men until I hurt myself. Okay. So, turn to Mark 4, verse 35 to 41. A few scriptures to share with you. I won't keep you long. What is that noise again? Oh, is he? Is that what it is? Okay. That's fine. Mark 4, verse 35 to 41. I'll tell you what God's saying to us as a body. Okay? It's very, very simple. While he's revving up the engine. You know the scripture, don't you? Be still and know that I'm God. And you know the one I shared last week. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. And we have a song, they will run and not get weary, walk and not faint. Right? That is literally what we do on a Tuesday. We wait and we, we win victories. We win victories. I've, I believe God's promoting people in authority from the intimacy they have with him. I'm saying you, you get more authority... But when the enemy comes, he is very weak. As you, as you advance in your relationship and your intimacy with God. I've seen it in an Assassin's Creed way, as I was praying up there. When I... Sorry about this if you're not a gamer. I'm, I wouldn't sound a massive gamer, but I do like it. Um, on Assassin's Creed, you're an assassin, so you go in. You go in all stealth, you hide. And there's these kings... He sends you, what's that, what's that bird? Send your bird up. Whatever it is. And he tells you where they all are hiding. So you sail on eagle's wings and the enemy's not hiding anymore. He's got nowhere to hide from God. Can't get away from him. So what we're doing in there and what we're doing when we worship, we're inviting God to deal with the enemy and the enemy hasn't got a chance. Even if you're not strong enough, you can go. I, I really haven't got this God. But I'm saying, he's building you in stature and your intimacy with him. That the enemy just can't come in. You know, it says the enemy comes in. Well, he only comes in because we're immature sometimes. Because we haven't got that, um, I don't know, I, don't, I, I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know the words. He sees you. He walks with you. And every victory you have with him, it promotes you to, a, to being who he says you are, if you like. Yeah, I, I hope I've got that across. I don't know. But let's get to this story. On the same day, you'll know this story well. When evening had come, he said to him, let us cross over to the other side. So I want to say this to you. Whatever you're in now, whatever you're going through now, 
God's word to you this morning is, we're crossing over the other side. It's been spoken and we will have it. Okay? Doesn't matter what the circumstances. Maybe you're doing good. We're still going further. We're still going deeper. There's still more. I love the toes of quote, my favourite quote. All eternity will not be enough to discover all he is and all he's done. Picture that for a great big God. Revelation after revelation after revelation forever will be changed in his presence. Um, anyway, now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. I wonder what that means. And other little boats also were with him. Anybody seen that one before? So he's going across as he was. Another little boat's with him. I'm going to probably find out I'm in the wrong story in a minute, you know. And great windstorms arose, and the waves bed in the boat, so it was already filling. Next verse. That's it. Yeah, we are in the... Thank goodness, sir. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? So, there's a storm. Jesus has given the word. You're, you're going to be on the other side of this storm. It's over. I have said you're going to the other side. So whatever storm you're in, stop flapping about and panicking. Stop going, oh, like me with my stupid back thing. It's, I'm so locked onto it. I go home from work, be back. I go to work, be back. I'll get home again later, be back. Heat, ice, heat, ice, heat, ice. I, had, I paid 150 quid in massages to try and fix myself. I tried everything. Flapping, panicking, worrying. Go on, next verse. Then he arose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. That's it in a nutshell. I don't really need to preach that, do I? So, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> so the word is, you're getting to the other side of this storm. Stop flapping. And I rebuke the storm in the name of Jesus right now, whatever it is. Any person here today, any family, any, any trouble, any circumstance, right now, that storm's rebuked. Be still. And this is the word, his word over you. It's not in the script. But be still and know. Be still and know, God. Stop flapping. Wait on me. Jesus wanted them all to be asleep which is insane if you've got a storm going on. Next verse, anyway. He said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it, how is it that you have no faith? And this isn't an angry God. He's going, Why are you worrying about this circumstance? 
already said, we're going to the other side, it's done. Stop fretting. Stop fretting, whatever it is. Stop fretting. God's got it. Not angry with you, he understands. He understands everything. When he went to the cross, you, you picture all he went through. I, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine having a single nail in my hand. That would hurt. That would be me done. You're here to die for Steve. No, no, no nails. <laughs> I'm out. He had his beard pulled. Ouch. That's, that's, that'd be enough for me, I think. Don't pull the beard. Okay. Next, let me have a look at the next verse. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the waves obey him? What's the next verse, Steve? And they came to the other side of the sea. So what's the conclusion? What happened? Exactly what he said happened. Have you got words God's spoken over your life and haven't yet seen? Exactly what he told you will happen, would happen, is going to happen. It might take a bit of time. It might take a bit of process. But you're going to be at the other side. And even if I didn't receive it in this life now, I have it for eternity. This, this, is, this is nothing. This is a blip. So wouldn't you rather be at peace in the boat with your circumstance than flapping around for the rest of your life, never, re never receiving the intimacy he wants to give you? The Lord is near to those that fear him. He's near to those that... We know he's the Prince of Peace, so we'll eventually encounter the Prince of Peace. I, don't, I hope I got that across. Just one more thing just to say to you. Because I heard it upstairs. You know the scripture. I restore the years where the locust has stolen. When I go in my Assassin's Creed game, something else I thought of, Steve. There's treasure that I, I go in and I nick. My name's Nick, so that's not... Not only, you know the scripture says, bind the strong man and plunder his goods. I kill the kings and they haven't got a chance, so I'm way stronger than them when I do it. I don't go in and get beaten up when I'm level 40 and I'm level 25. There's no point. I'm done. And then I take the treasure. But it's my treasure. It's mine. It's your things that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And God, God's happy to restore that to you. But the place to find him, the place to find restoration is in Christ Jesus. In, in him you live, in him you move, in him you have your being. He has loved you with an everlasting love. There is no lack. There is no lack. Again, I'll say it again. Every spiritual blessing in heaven is yours. Now, if you've had something, let's put it in our language, if you've had something tapped, <laughs> if you've had something stolen, 
that wants to give it back to you. It's sitting his feet, you know. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It's all about him and oneness. Okay. That's about it, yeah. That'll do me. Thanks. Extra prayer. <laughs> right, we're going to pray then. Okay. Father, I ask first of all, every, every word that you have, every word that comes from your mouth to your people, I ask that it manifests, I ask that it shows up, I ask that the seed goes forth and it produces life in people. So God, we pray. We pray for Israel, for peace, God. Only you know what's going on in Israel. I ask for the peace of God that surpasses understanding. Guard their hearts by your Holy Spirit at this time. God, give, give those that lead wisdom and understanding and let them encounter you. Those are your people, that's your nation. And God, kids are being slaughtered. You, you love children. I just ask protection on Israel and even on the families of the enemies, God. We ask, we ask for protection on them too. But Tim, we thank you for every, every word that we spoke. Let that, let that spring to life in people all around him. Let that seed go forth and be watered and nurtured. But God, we ask for his safe return. We ask for Elizabeth's favourite words, journey in mercies. And uh, God, yeah, just give him, a, give him a safe flight. Let his health be good, God. We've known his health suffer on journeys back before. Not this time. Not this time. Divine health, God. Divine health and protection for him. In Jesus' name. And God, thank you for him. Amen. Just meet the guitar a sec, if it doesn't. That's it, yeah, back on, thank you. Um, we'll sing uh, Waves and we'll take our tithes and offerings. Mm -hmm. 